guys! Welcome, welcome to the Clean Simple Free podcast. This week's episode is about how to shop like a minimalist. From Christmas gifts to grocery shopping, we'll cover some simple tips on how to shop like a minimalist and break the spending cycle to not bring clutter back into our lives. Stick around. There is a temptation to purchase things that are not necessities, and it is ever-present. We have online ads, online wish lists, commercials, something cute we pass by in a shop window. The urge to be a consumer is so prevalent in everyday life. It's really easy to undo all the progress we've made on our clutter-free journeys by bringing new stuff into our homes. So the first thing we have to do is teach ourselves to reorient our thinking. We have to learn to decide what is a need and what is a want and distinguish the differences between the two. We also have to ignore the desires to own an object. Like we discussed in last week's episode, there is a definite dopamine rush that we get from a shopping high or retail therapy or whatever you'd like to call it. The truth is, the reward centers in our brains light up when we come home with something new or check out at the register with a brand new purchase, no matter what it is. So relearning how to shop and beginning to shop with a minimal mindset is a process, but in the end, it's so much better for the sake of our wallets, the environment, and keeping our homes clutter-free. So let's start by talking about grocery shopping. Food is a necessity. You need it. It's fuel for your body. However, it's very easy to get distracted in the grocery store by purchasing whatever you feel like eating at the moment, purchasing duplicates of spices or random ingredients that really don't go together to make a meal. It's easy enough to make a shopping list. Everybody does it, but it's just as easy to buy things that are not on the list. So when running low on groceries, I've made it a habit of evaluating what's in my fridge, freezer, and pantry first. So this helps me to use up ingredients, create less food, less food waste, and saves a little bit of money in the process. So this can be done by snapping a picture of the food, condiments, and spices in your kitchen. And in that way, you can see what ingredients you need to add in order to make a complete meal. You can also write the ingredients that you own on a list, but honestly, a photo is just much less time-consuming, and it also saves paper, so yay! So, let's say I have a batch of fresh lettuce that's going to go bad if I don't use it up within the next day or two. I'll see what other vegetables I have on hand and add to my shopping list the ingredients I need to make a big salad, and in that way, I don't waste the lettuce. The same works with anything that you have on hand. So if you have rice and beans in your pantry, you can buy um, onions, bell peppers, and chicken to make fajita bowls, and so on and so on. So by planning ahead, you can ensure that you don't waste food by tossing it in the garbage bin. You can make a comprehensive meal plan that will simplify your week, and you can also save a bit of money in the process. Let's move on to shopping for clothes. When you're shopping for clothing, stick to your list. 
This is a reoccurring theme that I will probably be, be repeating a lot in this episode. So if you're going to buy a new pair of jeans and a replacement pair of socks, and you come home with a bunch of accessories and a big stack of clothing, you are doing it wrong. That sounds harsh, <laughs> but honestly, between sales racks and the latest trends on display and all the other temptations, it's so easy to get caught up in impulsively purchasing whatever looks good to you at the moment. For example, and I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I have an obsession with gray t-shirts and racerback tank tops. I am a sucker for soft gray shirts, so if I see one on sale, there's a 90% chance I'm going to want to buy it. So also sunglasses. <laughs> this is a habit that I've learned to break, as hard as it is to see a really cool pair of aviator sunglasses and pass them up, I have to kind of pep talk myself out of it and remind myself that I have a perfectly functional pair of sunshades at home. The bottom line is that if you really want something, step away for at least a day. You can even put it on hold. But evaluate your closet, and if you don't have duplicates and you do have the space in your closet for the item you're daydreaming about, go ahead and buy it if you can use it and if you need it. If you do not need it, don't buy it. It's much easier said than done, but if you keep a running list either on your phone or on a piece of paper of what you truly need, you'll find it much easier to resist the temptation and put your money towards items that can really use to be replaced. Like, do you need that pair of necklaces or those bracelets or whatever? Or do you actually need a winter coat? So, the same goes for online wish lists. Don't just add items to your cart and check out. Take the time to think it over, assess what's in your closet, and then if you still want the item later, whether it's clothing, decor, furniture, or something else, then you can purchase it. By buying items on a whim, the second it appeals to you online, you take away your ability to reasonably purchase something with intention behind it. You may not even want the item by the time it arrives in the mail if you make an impulsive buy. The holidays are coming up fast, so most people are already starting to, or have already started, to shop for Christmas. I did an episode wholly focused on holiday gift giving last year, but I'm going to summarize here with a few bullet points. So think about what the person you are shopping for needs. There is one person in my family who I could buy a million gifts for because she's so easy to shop for. Basically anything I like, she likes. <laughs> so, but keeping in mind the needs of your friends and family is much more important than buying another decoration for their home or purchasing clothes and shoes they may like but may not need. If you're unsure of what to buy, you can ask that person directly or consult a family member with what that person wants or needs. When it comes to kids, ask their parent or parents what the child really needs. If it's books, get them some books. <laughs> Another stack of toys is just going to add to the clutter a busy dad or mom already has to sift through on a daily basis. Children are very fickle. Their tastes change constantly. 
So check with the parents to see what their child is interested in at the time. If you have a relative who is hard to shop for, get the opinions of other family members. This is a bit redundant, but it's much better to ask than to guess. And you might miss an opportunity to get them something that they'd really like and enjoy or find useful. You can also offer experiences. This is a little harder this year due to COVID-19, but even if it's simply a gift card to that person's favorite restaurant, it offers the experience of getting them out of the house to dine out or splurging on takeout and not having to cook that night. A lot of people in my family dislike the idea of gift cards, but sometimes giving someone a credit to an online retailer is the best way to allow them to choose their own gifts so that they can buy exactly what they want when they want it. Of course, there are many other ways you can approach the financial stress of Christmas shopping. The adults in the family can draw names from a bowl so that each person gets one awesome present and everyone can spoil the kids. Christmas is a time to be thankful for spending time and hanging out with the ones you love and enjoying the spirit and mood of the holiday. It doesn't need to be based around spending money just to spend it or giving gifts just because it's expected. You can also have a simple Christmas and enjoy buying a small token of appreciation for each family member. You don't necessarily have to break the bank to do this. Saying it's the thought that counts is such a cliche, but it truly is about telling someone, hey, I love you, this reminded me of you, and I'm happy to have you in my life. So you can also eliminate purchasing holiday cards unless you're really going to write a meaningful message. It is an unnecessary purchase that costs anywhere between 2 and $6 if you're just going to write Merry Christmas and sign it. Gift tags are much easier and can be homemade if you're crafty or artistic, and they can also be purchased in a sticker booklet for a very affordable price. You can also purchase beautiful, affordable gift wrap, gift bags, and cards at your local dollar store for a more thrifty solution. For more eco-friendly ideas, there are many great upcycled gift wrap ideas found online. Ranging from t-shirts to brown paper bags, people are crazy creative online, and you can get so many eco-friendly ideas. I could elaborate on many of these points. I really feel like I could do a full episode series on minimal eco-friendly grocery tips alone, which I might do in the future, but I thought I'd touch on a few simple ways to help teach or remind you of how to shop like a minimalist. There is no one right way to do things. As I often like to say, everyone's journey to clutter-free or minimal living is different, but by thinking outside of the box and resisting the consumer mindset, you'll find that just these two things alone can make a massive difference in your shopping habits. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed these tips and maybe even feel a little bit better about the upcoming holiday shopping. Next week, we'll have special guest Carl Steib, author of Bring Gratitude. Because what better time of year to discuss gratefulness than the week of Thanksgiving? (laughs) If you like this podcast, I'd love to hear your feedback. 
Leave a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. It really means a lot to me. And of course, you can always reach me on Instagram or by email at the links provided in the episode description. Enjoy your week and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.